Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. 79 days, 79. Yep, Joe abandons Americans, and that's 92 days after promising he wouldn't do it. Uh, if you know, when you think it can't get any more humiliating on the world stage, you know, we've talked about China. We've talked about them flying their fighter jets all over Taiwan. We've talked about how they talk about reunification with Taiwan. They're all in. This is a hostile regime emboldened by Joe Biden. And I also believe that the Biden family syndicate is owned by countries like China and Russia and Ukraine and Kazakhstan and elsewhere. I mean, if the Libyan assessment of Hunter Biden is is just their assessment, compare that to what the Chinese know about the Bidens. So, you know, no wonder why Joe won't stand up to President Xi. Now we've got Vladimir Putin, hostile actor that he is. And now he's saber rattling along the border with Ukraine again. I would imagine probably both Ukraine and Taiwan are are in deep, deep, deep trouble because if Joe Biden will abandon his fellow Americans in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, what makes anybody think he's going to lift a finger for Ukraine or Taiwan? He's not. Another embarrassment today, you know, Joe Biden repeatedly dozing off during the opening speeches of this 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference. I mean, do you understand that this is insanity? All the private jets to the climate change conference. Can somebody please add up all the carbon emissions and the big footprint to talk about climate? Have any of these people ever heard of a Zoom call? By the way, I don't do Zoom calls. I just phone in. Linda, true or false? I refuse to be videotaped the whole time. Oh, yeah. But, you do four You do four hours a day. One of them's video. You're done. That's it. One video. That's it. You get to see me one hour a day. And, that's then, all and then the she rest wrote. of the day, I'm hiding in my sweatpants and my fireman or policeman T-shirts and uh, um, my favorite hat of the day. Uh, Biden dozing off. You got to understand, Joe Biden now is a part of his mission after he's already been denied by OPEC, begging them to increase production of oil, goes to this climate conference, climate change conference, and dozes off. By the way, has anyone ever thought an inch deep about this question? If climate change is the real essence of the problem, and Joe Biden's begging OPEC to increase production, what difference does it mean for the globe, for the world, if the oil is produced in the Middle East or in the United States, because it doesn't it have the same net impact on the economy. Because remember, liberals, I'm telling you, they're not going to say it. They're not going to say it publicly. Biden, uh, Obama once said it publicly. They want higher gas prices. They want because they think that will result in less use of fossil fuels. Well, how, how big is the carbon footprint for all these billionaires and all these countries to make their way over to the climate change conference? Biden sits there with his arms crossed, 
drifting in and out of sleep, you know, during the opening sp- opening speeches. It wasn't even there an hour. I mean, after, I'd fall asleep probably in five minutes, too, but he's the president. It's supposedly it's the most important issue in his mind. The Federalist co-founder, Sean Davis, says, can you blame him? I, I kind of agree with him. Huffington Post reporter noted the video was taken during a speech on the climate's impact on disabled people. Many others joking on social media they would fall asleep, too, but they're not the president of the United States. And it looks like Biden fell asleep at the climate change thing and an aide had to hustle over to wake him up. Congressman Ralph Norman joked, sweet dreams, Mr. President. Joey, wake up. Political pundit Stephen Miller respond. I mean, can it get any more embarrassing than this? If we instead of begging OPEC, why don't you beg Texas? You don't even have to beg them. Just ask them. Just ask Oklahoma to increase production. Just ask, open up Alaska like Trump did. We had achieved something this country didn't have in 75 years, energy independence. You want to limit the impact of inflation on on poor and middle class Americans that are disproportionately negatively impacted by this? Lower the cost of energy. How do you lower the cost? You increase production. Joe Biden artificially reduced the world's supply of energy, abolishing the Keystone XL pipeline. Now, Vladimir Putin got a waiver. It's unbelievable. Anyway, um, some really scary news. Even even Chucky Todd was warning Democrats that this polling on Biden is scary. Seventy one percent of the American people say we're on the wrong track. My only question is, where are these twenty nine percent of people that think we're on the right track? It's actually twenty two percent. The number of Americans that believe the country's on the right track is down 14 percent. How could anyone think this is the right track? By the way, Biden was shoved to the sidelines for the G20 photo. You know, he's saying, yeah, America's back. I am telling you from people that I know that know these people in other countries, they are laughing at Joe Biden. Everybody in the world knows he's a cognitive mess. Everybody knows him saying America's back is a joke. Everybody sees and, and frankly, our allies are afraid of what's happening. Our allies are scared to death at what's happening. And back here at home, things aren't going any better for Joe either. By the way, Manchin, we told you last week all the accounting tricks that the Democrats were trying to use for their new Green Deal socialism to keep the real cost of what their plans are down on paper only. Well, finally, uh, Joe Manchin refused to back the $1.75 trillion measure. He says he's open to supporting it, depending on the details of the bill. Manchin's announcement threatens a planned vote uh, on the package later this month. They, they can't get their act together, and they think they're going to use, what, accounting tricks on Joe Manchin? And jo- Joe Manchin's going to say, oh, okay, you're, well, you're only charging for one year, but you're planning on spending, you know, trillions for, for this program for five years. He's not stupid. Most Americans now think America is heading into a recession under Biden. That's all true. Now we have this genius. I'll play it later in the program today. Uh, Gina Raimondo, the Commerce Secretary. You know, she gave us another Jen Psaki line. You know, our Christmas gifts going to get there on time. Call FedEx. Wow. Call FedEx. 
You fire, you know, guys on the Keystone XL pipeline giving Vladimir Putin a waiver. And you say, well, we want you to get another high-paying career uh, union job. Well, where is that job? Where is it? And Janet Yellen is about as clueless as I've ever seen any Treasury secretary. For Lawrence Summers, Obama's chief economic guy, to keep coming out and correcting her, he's doing it for a reason because she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. And he sees real danger here for the economy. And who's going to get hurt the most in all of this? Hannity, are you going to get hurt? Yeah, I'm going to get killed. Sure, they're going to try and take, you know, the gold out of my teeth by the time I, I croak one day and tax anybody that has anything, you know, as high as they possibly can. But when you have 71% of the country saying we're headed in the wrong direction, it's time to start paying attention. When the president's approval rating is in the mid-30s, it's time to start paying attention. You know, nobody thinks Joe Biden has it together. Nobody. Because he doesn't have it together. And the Democratic Party is now ruled by radicals. And when Biden had to apologize for being late to the G20 press conference, we were playing with the elevators. If it couldn't get any more humiliating. Let's go Brandon and F. Joe Biden chanting football stadiums all across the country, especially at the Georgia-Florida game. Did you see the Georgia-Florida game this weekend? Whoa. It's pretty loud. Uh, So tomorrow is going to be an interesting day, and that is we've got the gubernatorial race, Commonwealth of Virginia, and we also have one in New Jersey. Um, I'm not sure what to make of New Jersey. Uh, You know that we trust Robert Cahaley of Trafalgar, he came in with a final poll, which it's actually interesting in New Jersey. It's it's within the margin of error. Forty nine, forty five. That's New Jersey. I, you know, I'm just wondering if there could be a sleeper there. I don't think so, but it's remotely. I'm hoping. But Virginia's real, but Virginia is also a very hard race to win. McAuliffe was busted, by the way. I don't know if you saw the ugly horrific uh, uh, race baiting that took place over the weekend. And, you know, it, it started on Friday. You had five young Democratic operatives toting tiki torches, attempting a white supremacist hoax on Glenn Youngkin, who is now leading in most polls by about two points. So we expect a very close race in the Commonwealth for governor tomorrow. And anyway, they stood in the pouring rain next to a Youngkin campaign bus looking you know, suitably ashamed in their neo-Nazi disguises. Uh, it turns out that the the anti-Trump Lincoln project isn't. Well, isn't Steve Schmidt a part of that? I'm pretty sure he was, if he's not still. And George Conway wasn't he a part of that? Anyway, I'm not sure if he is anymore. Anyway, it looks like the McAuliffe operation. Two members of the group have been identified online as Vir- Virginia Democrats. Oh, let's play dirty tricks. Let's use the race card in the final hours of a campaign. You know, uh, McAuliffe got nailed this weekend on lying about education. Remember, one of the things, the biggest stories out of the Commonwealth of Virginia is education and, and McAuliffe's comments about education. That, you know, parents, you know, have, we should leave it to the teachers and they shouldn't have any impact on what, what their kids are learning in school. And we have this issue in Loudoun County. We'll talk to investigative reporter Luke Rosiak about this, this rape that took place in the bathroom. 
it's not credible or believable to me that the, the supervisor didn't know or the superintendent didn't know. The police knew all about it. And then knowing about it and in the middle of investigating it, they transferred the kid to another school where another incident occurred. And then McAuliffe is out there denying to anybody that will listen that critical race theory is not taught in Virginia. Well, now FoxNews.com found out that, in fact, in 2015, when McAuliffe was governor, he encouraged teachers to embrace critical race theory. So he's caught in another lie. McAuliffe referenced raising five children in Virginia by touting public school. The only problem is four of the five kids went to private high schools. We have a great school system in Virginia. Dorothy and I raised our five children. Yeah, four of them went to private school. I'm sure there were great schools that you sent them to. You know, Glenn Youngkin has embraced the idea that parents matter in education and said he would eliminate CRT on day one. You know, if you look at the rankings of, of school systems around the country, it's become an unmitigated failure and a disaster. Anyway, so it's getting very, very interesting and very hostile, and it's going to be, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, I am cautiously optimistic that we really have a chance here, but it's going to be up to the people in Virginia, and it is a blue state. The fact that the polls are this close means it is real, and bringing in Stacey Abrams and Kamala Harris and Jill Biden and Barack Obama and Joe Biden didn't turn out to be... uh, to work as well as planned. Listen, I want to remind you, COVID-19 era scams following the news here, phony promises of financial assistance to fake access to vaccines. It's all out there. Big tech uh, support scams have surged to number one on these scam threats for all of us. Every single day, we're all putting our personal information at risk on the internet. And these cyber criminals, they're out there. They want to steal everything that's yours. And... LifeLock sees the threats we all miss on our own. They'll scour the dark web and make sure that your information is not for sale. If your information is compromised, you get a dedicated restoration specialist. And by the way, LifeLock by Norton, a very low annual rate. And today you save an additional 25% off your first year just by using the promo code Hannity. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code Hannity, 25 additional percent off to protect your name, reputation, finances, and credit score.